15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. How does this work? R Ryan, is, is this thing on? Oh, oh we're, we're recorded? Ryan! Welcome to Quarantining with the Chris's, the podcast. The Chris's are proud to present today's sponsor, Leafy Organics. Leafy Organics prana made with organic turmeric and ginger. Decreases inflammation, improves brain function, benefits heart health, and improves joint condition. Yes, uh, go to leafyorganics.com or on the gram at leafyorganics. That's L-E-E-F-Y. Get 15% off your first purchase uh, with our code. Chris, what's the code? Discount code QWTC. Also, a very special thank you to all the Chris's team members who have donated at patreon.com slash QWT. Chris's, Ryan, start the show. I don't want to wait till our lives will be over. I want to know right now, who will it be? Hmm. I don't know, man. Like, I don't, like, I, Dawson's Creek really taught me a lot about life and love, really. I, was, I think it was Pacey uh, and Dawson really hit home. Um, right. I'm a big fan of Creeks. Oh, yeah. which is your oh. favorite? Um, Marsh Creek, actually. It's Marsh like Creek. the creek I grew up next to. Oh, wonderful yeah. creek. Oh, yeah. oh, we're, we're live? Started a thing. Am I on the wrong page? <laughs> Are we? I don't know. Check it out. Just never going live, Chris. Uh, shout to Instagram Live, the real MVP of the program. We've been doing this now for 99 straight days, Chris. Wow. Yeah. I actually had a dream last night um, celebrating our 99th that I was flying. Oh, yeah. where were we flying to? Uh, in the sky. I don't know. <laughs> was, it, was it like our uh, favorite person with big ears? Oh, like Beat? Yeah. Uh, no. 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 
Well, maybe. Actually, I was sitting in a. I was actually sitting. I was sitting in a lazy boy. Ooh. And we were talking about lazy boy toilets wow. with Pete. So I actually, yeah, maybe Shouts I was. Shouts the MVP of lazy boy toilets, Pete Malio. Uh, we appreciate you joining us today. If you are in Wisconsin, uh, if you are over my mother, if you're a lion. Uh, or if you are anywhere in the world, uh, shout to Morocco. I'm sure you're listening. We're recording to the Christmas. We do this every day. That ends in Y. Uh, uh, we have a special PSA today, same as every day. Uh, please, uh, please stay inside. I think what he's trying to say is uh, please stay the fuck inside, and uh, I think please wear a fucking mask. Yes, please wear please wear a mask uh, and. Uh, Take deep breaths, Chris. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. Deep breaths we're we're gonna be okay. Uh, and speaking, of what's not okay is the IRS. Uh, the IRS sent $1.4 billion in coronavirus relief payments to dead Americans that are Americans who are what? Uh, dead panning. Yeah, no longer alive. Mm. Um, we're in week 16. He got his stimulus check. I have not, but $1.4 billion worth of money has gone to deceased Americans. Uh, the IRS decided in the first three batches not to check uh, death records. Uh, 72% of the $270 billion has been sent out. Uh, apparently, I had to die before the coronavirus in order to get my payment. Mm. What is death, Chris? What is life? We're according to the Chris's. You can find us all across social media at QWT. Chris's. QWT. Chris's. QWT. Chris's. Uh, on what? Uh, on the Instagram, um, on the Spotify, on the TikTok, on the YouTube. Um... Probably uh, 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 really anywhere. Anywhere, really. Yeah, probably uh, on the CIA page. Yep. Probably checking us out. There. They are watching us right now. Shout um, the two beautiful Italian girls who made our logo who just joined us. Oh yeah, thank you for the videos uh, as well that, that was sent. Um, wonderful videos. Wonderful videos. Uh, speaking of videos, they can get secret uh, access behind the scenes on our Patreon. Chris, Ooh, it's at Patreon.com/slash what? QWT. Chris's. Yes, QWT. Chris's. QWT. Ryan. Chris's. Yes. Thanks, Ryan. Oh, Ryan spoke. Yeah. Uh, Sign language. He signs now. No. Uh, apparently, apparently very small. Very small. Still still has quite the small Uh But yes. check out our Patreon in our link tree. Everything is in our bio uh, on our page. Check it out. Uh, you can purchase a shirt. You can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, or anywhere. Geo Savan. Shout out to India. Uh, or uh, you can donate to Okaizu and to mm. Shave His Head. Mm. Uh, no hair for care or GoFundMe. Yes, and, no hair uh, for care. And if you join our Patreon, uh, we will donate. Uh, anyone who joins Patreon this week, uh, their first month will go donated to our community cause today, the Innocence Project. Oh, the Innocence Project. The Innocence Project is a nonprofit legal organization that is committed to exonerating uh, individuals uh, who it claims have been wrongfully convicted through the use of DNA testing and to reform the criminal justice system to prevent future injustices. The Innocence Project cites uh, various studies estimating in the United States between 2.3 and 5% of all prisoners in the U.S., which has uh, the most prisoners anywhere in the world, uh, if you're keeping track of that, uh, are innocent. Uh, as of November of this past year, uh, the Innocence Project has worked on 189 successful DNA-based exonerations um, for innocent people who are uh, imprisoned. Uh, go to at Innocence Project on the Instagram that you are on right now or the World Wide Web, if you're familiar with that, at innocenceproject.org. We do have to pay the bills. Uh, yes, yes, yes. We're sponsored today uh, by Organic Fair Trade Cacao Powder, Chris. Ooh. 
Is it fair that it tastes so good? Uh, you know what isn't fair? How good your morning smoothies taste. Ooh, so yes. yeah, another sea smoothie reference. Another sea smoothie reference. Uh, cacao powder, great for smoothies. Uh, great for just for living and being. Living and being. And speaking of living and being, uh, we're sponsored today by Ram Das. Uh, be here now. Uh, Chris, be here now. Uh, if Thank you for all being here now, uh, and also for this wonderful book uh, that keeps doing weird things to our minds um, because he keeps referencing things uh, that happen in real life. But we're going to we? the Chris's. We do this every day that ends in Y. Uh, yes. It's our 99th episode. Uh, tomorrow, if... What's 99 plus 1? 99 plus 1 is 100. Uh, Ryan, the kid said 100. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 100, Chris. 100. 100. 100. That's a big thing. That's a big we're, thing. We're still accepting nominations, uh, gratitude videos. Is that is that what we call them? Gratitude videos? Uh, we aren't accepting anything, but we are accepting the videos. Uh, uh, yes. And gratitude videos, sure. Uh, if you'd like to send in a video, we have received almost 50 videos congratulating us on our 100th episode. Uh, some who are watching today. Uh, Mom, send me a video. Uh, but uh, if you'd like to send us a video for our 100th episode, it airs tomorrow. We are putting a compilation together uh, as a way to uh, just feel good. Right. Yeah, I'm. Um, thank you for everyone who's already sent videos in. Uh, it's actually it's been quite warming um, to receive. So thank you so much uh, for sharing the love and reflecting it back. Uh, we're just reflecting it back to you. Yeah, right, uh, right. No, 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 no. You're not allowed to use the word love. No, get the guest on. Love. Yeah. Does does Ryan is Ryan familiar with that? Ryan that Ryan's not allowed to love. He's been in the kitchen for ninety nine straight days, um, and I have no idea uh, what Ryan wants to do with the guest today. But apparently, uh, the guest has got to join us first. Yes, uh, has to come on. Um, we'll still, you know, time is uh, time is just time, I guess. <laughs> Uh, we're according to the Chris's. We do this every day. That ends in Y. 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Apparently, Ryan has waited 99 days to continue to not do his job. Uh, and he's trying to get our guest on right now. It must be a, a, a bad connection between us and, uh, and India, I think, probably. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, he was recent. Yeah, recent. Maybe maybe he can fly in from India today. Maybe he's up on that the uh, that that couch I was talking about. Maybe what that couch? was him. The, the Lazy Boy couch. Ah, Lazy Boy couch. Yeah. The Interesting. Yeah, have you been on a Lazy Boy couch before? Uh, I have, actually, yes. Mm. What are your thoughts on Lazy Boys? Uh, I, I like the concept of them. I don't, like, sometimes it's, I'm not a big leather couch guy. Like, I, I don't really enjoy leather couches, and most Lazy Boys are leather, in my opinion. Or my, uh, my statistical analysis, according to Dr. Fauci. Oh. Oh. Yep. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe he just arrived, Chris. Maybe? Yeah. Maybe? Maybe. Ryan! Ryan! Ryan, where's the guest? Ryan! He, oh, he's busy doing breath work? Yeah, that's really gonna help him get on the show. There yeah. he goes. Ryan, uh, we appreciate you guys joining us today. Our guest is taking a little longer. He's probably having, uh, you know, some malfunctions there. All the way, uh, all the way, I believe, in, in the sky. In, in the, no, I think he touches the, the sky. The forest. The oh, forest. yes. The forest. The forest. Of love, yeah. yes. Oh, 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 we're sorry. Whoa, what's up, G? 
What's up, guys? How you doing? <laughs> How are you? Good, man. Uh, big, big day in the castle today. Uh, you were you're, you're you're just featured on a podcast that came out today. Yeah, it just came out this morning at like nine a.m. Yeah, it's on Spotify, iTunes, all the all the platforms. <laughs> and and what was that podcast? Uh, it's the uh, That Smart Hustle podcast. I, I, I don't know, but we, we <laughs> just like our call earlier, <laughs> we're trying to, uh, uh, gee, if you, your phone is a little muffled, if you can lift your phone up off whatever it's on, we, we actually can't hear you very well. Yeah, does this, does this work? Yeah, it works. Oh, perfect. my, Welcome yes, back. show us that handsome face. Okay, let, let, let's roll with that then. It's all right, we had a, we had a little feedback. Ryan. Uh, apparently couldn't get you uh, that new iPhone 11 uh, that I'm sure just makes you look even prettier. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's actually the garden. You do, you do quite a bit of uh, holistic gardening, don't you? Yeah, we got a killer garden in my backyard. It's tomatoes, kale, um, all courtesy of my of, uh, my soul sister who went to school for agriculture and just smashes it in the garden. <laughs> That's amazing. So if you wanted to, you could just forage out there and, and just eat for really the end of time. That's it, brother. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm <laughs> ready for whatever comes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is like, is the chair, I was telling my dad a dream last night, flying in the air with a chair, and it kind of looks similar to the one you're in right now. <laughs> the, this chair is pretty special, man. I've done a lot of meditations in this computer chair. So maybe it was this one. I love the background you guys got going on, dude. It's, oh, I, feel, I feel like I'm... It's just a lovely stroll through the forest. Uh, nothing to see here. Yeah, You were recently in the Sequoias, is that correct? Uh, yeah, uh, that's where I was uh, last weekend. How was that trip? Yeah. yeah, it was amazing, man. I mean, last weekend we had like tons of planetary alignment. that uh, had the summer solstice, the new moon. And what Vedic astrologers were saying was one of the most important weekends of the entire year or some even said our life. So, yeah, man, it was just wow. a really good place just to, like, be out in nature and whatnot and just, you know, do some meditation and stuff. Right on. Um, and you uh, do quite a bit in, in breath work. Um, can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, so, so at the moment... Um, I give like two hour, well, at the moment, for a while, I've been giving two hour uh, dimensional breathwork sessions. And basically, yeah, it's aiding in people move towards wholeness. So it's for trauma specifically. And it's tapping into the deepest layers of, uh, of the psyche. And so um, basically what we're using is all the same, the same components that we use when we're doing a plant medicine uh, ceremony. It's, it, we're using the hypothalamus, the pineal gland, and once uh, every, every cell in the body, all 60 trillion cells in the body get oxygenated, that's when we start to tap into the deepest layers of, of the subconscious and the unconscious mind. And the unconscious mind is where a lot of our trauma lies, and we're not even, uh, we're not even, better, we're not even aware of that's actually preventing us from fully stepping into our power and fully stepping, allowing us from fully stepping into our uh alignment and so that's what lies on the other sides of your fear you know when you go into these plant medicine ceremonies and through you know deeper breath work sessions and stuff like that so oh nice uh bunkhouse coffee bar saying gee 
uh, your audio is super muffled. Is he talking about us? I don't know. I don't know. I think we're G's too. Oh, we're G's. Real G. the, yes, the real G. <laughs> I, I don't know. Can, can you guys hear me good? Is it? Uh, or should yeah, I take out the headphones? It is a little muffled. Uh, I was I was I was scurrying before to text you, then I realized we were live with you, and I oh. didn't need to do that. <laughs> uh, is this ready? Is this better? Uh, it's about the same. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're here now. We're here. Uh, we'll have <laughs> Ryan edit the muffle out. Yes. Uh, be here now. Uh, you recently. This was written by Ram Das. He kind of had a, a similar experience um, as you did in India. Uh, can you talk about your recent journey out there? Uh, yeah. I mean, when I when I read Ram Das's book, um, and then I got back from my India trip. I was just kind of like, whoa, uh, I, I, it, it was like, I was just kind of relating back to a lot of the things that he said and, and being, and one of the main things that he said was that when you work with a guru, you're never going to just go to India or try to go to India and, and find one. It's going to be divinely orchestrated and that's just going to happen in your life. And I was like, whoa, okay. I, I, it just really uh, resonated so deeply because I didn't plan. I didn't plan to work with a guru at all. It was just pure, uh, divinely orchestrated. And you know, after, when I, once I got to India and got some like pretty profound synchronicities and messages, it was just like a confirmation that like, okay, I'm I'm in tune with my claircognizance and I'm listening to all the messages and the signs that were that were coming through. That's amazing. And but, uh, do you think this is the first time that we've met? I, I don't. I don't think so. Right. Uh, I don't know, brother. It's hard to tell. <laughs> Could this be fine? Uh, we don't know. When you when you went there, uh, you had meant was was it the first time you've been there before? Yeah, so I went to Sri Lanka in two thousand fourteen. Uh huh. But um, but so not India. But yeah, I mean, I've been to many many countries before that, and there was I I just started feeling about eight months to my trip that I needed to be there. If there was just a strong calling that I, I needed to go to India. And so um, I started looking at like different schools and stuff like that in the north and just none of them were really felt right. And then this happened like in October when I had this conversation with this woman named Tracy, who's uh, who was in India, who learned from my guru 20 years ago. And we had the conversation and then she told me that she was like, oh my God, you should go there. And then I just knew that I, I was supposed to be there. But um yeah it was the first time in this lifetime that i've been there oh well, no in, in this one in this one this Wait, one, does that one mean the, he's the, been the, before in the time of covid right yeah uh, but you you have you had you been there in a previous lifetime yeah so i don't know in much lifetime but for sure i i was uh a yogi in a past lifetime in india and that's where i met my guru in those in those mountains in south india and tamil nadu and so that's what that's what uh brought me there yeah so that was a pretty profound um <laughs> realization that i got like right the first the second day i was there when i was sitting there with the fire just under the stars and i was just like it was just a uh holy shit moment i was just like wow this is like pretty it's just unbelievable you know i was but yeah that was like the very start of the journey and i was just so excited for what was uh to come that's amazing. And, and you had mentioned to Ryan uh, in the notes here that uh, you had, there was a big ceremony there uh, in honor of you that really touched you as well. Well, I wouldn't say it was an honor of me, but <laughs> uh, 
let's just say you got it wrong again uh, let's just say i was fortunate enough to attend this fire walking ceremony where um basically like the leader of the tribe um he's like i don't know the, the leader of the medicine man if you will he selects people from certain families to walk on the hot coals and it's just all it's all worship to 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 source to shiva shakti and so um it, it was like nothing i had ever experienced in my life you know it, it, it felt like i was like i don't know it was just so surreal being there and watching the tribals just like dance in this trance-like state that was like non-induced from just pure like meditation and uh the tribals literally fast for some of them fast for like weeks like three or four weeks oh, wow. before before walking on the hot coals and you know so they can channel that hot energy up through the energetic body and not get burned because if you're if you're going in there using your mind then you're going to end up in the hospital so <laughs> they they've you know they've been doing this for thousands of years and uh just to witness it and be a part of it and uh, so many people just coming up to me shaking my hand just being like hey thank thank you for joining thank you for being a part of it and i was just like thank you for for being so kind and for having me and there was like 300 people at the ceremony which is actually like a lot because i was in a very desolate uh area so uh when uh the, the next that was like my last day in those mountains and then i left that morning early and uh i was just like I don't know, just incredible waves of, of gratitude were just like coming over me for having such a just supernatural, extraordinary experience. That's incredible. And, then, and so then you left India after that uh, amazing experience. And then you came back to the U.S. in mid-March and uh, you brought COVID with you. Is that right? Is that that's that's how it worked? Or? <sighs> Guys, I'm a powerful being, all right? Don't, <laughs> don't burn me. I can't. I'm not. I'm not taking the fall for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're on live with uh, G, uh, also known on Instagram as at Andrew underscore G E N. Recording to the Chris's live in Los Angeles. It's five twenty-eight. We have to fix our hair and thank our sponsors. Fixing our hair. Uh, and we're sponsored uh, by Organic Fair Trade Cacao from Trader Joe's. Uh, also, it's fair. It's fair. And uh, also, uh, be here now by Ram Das. Um, how many pounds of cacao do you go through uh, a month? <laughs> Dude, cacao is literally, it's good for so many things. It's the superfood of all superfoods. So I would say, I don't know, maybe like a pound or two. Wow. Do you, do you, but dude, some of the, some of like the oldest, what's that? Who's your supplier? <laughs> <laughs> Longevity Warehouse, man. That's where I get my. That's where I used to get my cacao. Oh, nice. Ten pound. You can get ten pound bags. Yeah, that's awesome. Do, do, do you like? Do you scoop it up? Does it come with a big scoop, or, or you just pour, pour? You just pour it in. Yeah, man. It just comes in a, a huge bag, and I always just carry some around with me because, I did. Yeah, you you let thy food be thy medicine, right? Like. True, so. smart man. Uh, we're on with G at Andrew underscore Jen on Instagram. There's questions flying around the world. If you have a question for G, there's a question mark box below. Also, happy belated birthday, Amber. Uh, her birthday was yesterday. Oh, happy birthday, uh, Amber. This question from a lion. Uh, what is the most memorable part when visiting countries uh, such as India? Yeah, I mean, 
when you go to India, you, you literally feel like you've stepped into like another world because it's just so vastly different from here. And I mean, like it literally has one seventh of the world's population. So it's like 1.3 billion people. Yeah. And even when you go, even like South Indians and North Indian, Indians will tell you that going from South India to North India is like a completely different uh, country. And so in South India, where I was, it's like the Holy Land, like many, many yogis and gurus and ascended masters spent lots of time in the South. So when you're like walking into the temples, um, I mean, it's, it's not like Bali or, or like Australia or, you know, when you go to like France and you see like Paris or something like that, you see like thousands and thousands of people traveling the country. Like you really don't run into that many people traveling. And I wasn't really like backpacking the country. I only got to like kind of go sightsee around like really just very minimal time at the end but um it's just such a culture shock because it's just such a different way of life there like people are literally like surrounding their whole life and their practice around like prayer and connecting to source connecting to shiva shakti the divine masculine feminine and um it's just so much in their daily life from like morning until night it's just so much like worship to recognizing that um you know, I don't know that life is divine, if you will, and that they like are thank thankful for the creator. And it's just, you just get such a different uh, outlook on, on how they live their life and how we live their life. And just like, I don't know, for me, it was kind of like a reminder of, I don't know, just how far we've gotten from what things used to be and how life actually should be. And the fact that we live in an abundant earth and the fact that we live in literally an enslavement society where we have to have only two or three weeks off a year and never ever get to question the system and get to have time for ourselves. And now what's so beautiful about right now is that all of a sudden, all these beings, all these people are getting time to do that, to sit down and to question and to work on themselves and to remove trauma and to question whether or not they really liked their job or not. And, and just to, it's for meditation and for contemplation, you know? So that, that it was just a lot of like, yeah, this is going back to like, just very uh, bare bones, especially like living in the tribal villages I was in. It was like, it was just so beautiful being in such like a pure atmosphere for such, for, you know, an extended period of time. Right on. Um, we do have a question. Um, well, we have two questions from the, the same person. Kelly and Dale asked, how did you all connect and meet? Uh, that's the first question. Um, would you say we met through source? Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, Kelly, Kelly, Ke Kelly, I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, what sparked your need to change from your previous lifestyle? Um, I don't think anything necessarily. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say spark. Uh, long story short, I, uh, a couple of years ago, I was working two jobs, um, just like saving as much as I could. And I was... I had plans to open a backpackers hostel in Nicaragua. And um, so I, I was just grinding, just like saving as much as I could. And so I got out to Nicaragua. And as soon as I got out there, it was just like chaotic. And we experienced like the biggest flood in like a, over a hundred years in Nicaragua. Like the whole hostel was flooded, like on arrival. And I was just like, oh my God. Okay. We were just like super overwhelmed from like the moment I got there. And um, yeah, it, it was just a, it was such a, 
hard to it was so hard to put into words because from the moment we opened which was in december um i had friends from all because i've been to 40 countries and i've spent quite a few years out of the country so uh, i have you know a, lo a pretty large network of of you know a lot of amazing people like all over the world and i had uh tons of people from like new zealand and canada and and england and germany and uh australia and all over the place that came out to visit the hostel so there was moments of um there was moments of like extreme highs and then you know i had two pretty toxic business partners so um it led me to just a very anxious state like all the time mm -hmm. and eventually after being open for six months uh we had like some serious turmoil in the country long story short the president started like literally like saying he was going to take away everyone's pension and then yeah started literally like killing lots of innocent people in the streets like which led to like 500 deaths and it was got pretty hectic pretty chaotic so i started traveling up from el Salvador, uh left nicaragua went to el salvador and then to guatemala and then to mexico and when i was uh in um el salvador or sorry when i was in guatemala i had a uh incredible lsd journey um and when during the journey i was told to that i needed to be in new york and i just got all these like messages of that uh, everything was going to be fine and that I was going to be okay and that it didn't matter if I lost the hostel um, and that everything was going to work out and it gave me this just like over so that was like literally one of the most important like moments in my life was getting all those messages and getting that guidance to go to to uh, to New York City um, which luck which I reached out to uh, my aunt and uncle and they were like yeah you can come live with us because literally I had no money I had lost my business like I, I was I, I like it was I, I was I was I was going down like a sinking ship yeah yeah so I get to New York and I get a job and a uh and straight away I get sick I started losing function of both my arms <laughs> and it, it was it was really gnarly and so the job I got I had to tell I couldn't work and so I was like all right um am I dying like I went to see tons of doctors none of them knew because doctors don't know shit and um all of them just wanted to prescribe me pills and so uh, i just knew that i was going to have to heal holistically if i was going to heal but at that point i just totally surrendered to that higher consciousness and inner knowing that it would work out somehow i didn't know how at the time but that's when i got really really deep into breath work and um i just started just looking really deep inside my soul and and removing trauma and through that was just this blast off awakening of me just questioning life and everything around me and everything in its existence and why the hell am I here and who am I and um, it all started from there. That's how my spiritual journey started. I mean, for it, that was my dark night of the soul. Really, it took me to you know a pretty like really difficult spot to really just like blossom into this incredible place that I'm in uh, in this given moment. That, that's that, cool. yeah. yeah. I mean, you probably could have skipped all that, went right to the better state, New Jersey, where I'm from, and just kind of just bypassed all that New York experience. And how did you, I guess, how did you come out of that, that experience of your lowest low? Yeah, it, you know, it was just a really utter 
just surrender and just knowing that somehow it was going to work out and slowly I, I it was like no one really told me to do breath work i just started i just started doing it and uh, i don't know as my consciousness and awareness started expanding that's when i just started studying more about the breath and meditation and and uh you know quantum physics in the field and um as i started just sitting down and breathing like 15 20 minutes a day um, i started noticing that not only was i healing myself physically like um not only was i healing myself physically but all the things that i had thought about myself like all, all the thoughts that i had playing in my subconscious mind and my unconscious that was that was like you're not smart enough you can't have your own business you can't have this started to just really started to go away so i didn't even know that that was going to happen it just started happening and i was like holy shit there's something really really powerful to this you know and and then i was just kind of like why the hell don't we learn this like i kind of like almost like you know i, I almost kind of like felt like this is this is insane that that not everyone knows that you can do this type of healing through breath so that was like my like source calling to share uh breath work and healing which i spent thousands of hours after that during that time just spending so much time just studying and being like engulfed and learning as much as i could interesting uh we do have a, a really good question here um you this said one, this one's so, it's yeah. uh, pete's better looking sister oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. uh you said you found yourself so who are you <laughs> Who are you? Who, 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 who are you? Uh, my answer to that is don't worry about who I am. We're, try to find out who, you're, who you are. Oh, wow. That sounds like something you may have heard from a guru. Oh, could be. Well, to try to figure out who someone else is or question who someone else is, is you will never truly figure it out. That's why all the answers lie with inside yourself. And uh, there are certain questions I would ask my guru, and he would sit there and either change the subject, or, or he would just say move on to another activity because there's just some, there's just some questions that don't need answering. Hmm. I am, I'm not what you think I am. Interesting. Uh, did this ever? Or maybe I am. <laughs> <laughs> did this ever frustrate you at all? what uh, oh um no i i i had a uh, understanding that that yeah i actually kind of enjoyed kind of asking him questions and um that I, sometimes i knew he wouldn't answer and he knew that i knew that he wouldn't answer them but it was kind of like fun prodding uh, at him and you know some of the stuff that came out of his mouth was was so <laughs> was so out there that is like i've maybe told like a couple friends you know because i mean dude you're, you're spending you're spending i was spending three months with a man who's literally been connecting with source for a, a lifetime you know that is yoga yoga think that yoga people think that yoga is just asanas but it's it's in actuality union it's connecting with the divine and the cosmic consciousness that we're all that we're all connected to and that's what he spent entire lifetime doing. So um, he has, you know, access that we all have access to, access to, but he has access to, you know, connecting to other beings and other dimensions and, and angels and all types of deities that, that is very, 
profound and a hard concept to grasp for a lot of people, especially if you're stuck in the third in a third dimensional consciousness. Interesting. And and he wasn't the the only family member um, in his family to to be connected. Uh, how is his his mother connected to the con the conscious collective? So. Um, so Guruji's mother, who's currently 99 years old, she was she was uh, one of India's first doctors and India's first female researcher. And uh, I asked Guruji like a handful of times that I really wanted to meet her. And so um, whenever we had the chance, we would drive an hour from, uh, luckily she was lived kind of nearby. So we would drive an hour to her house and um, yeah, Guruji would like cook us lunch and and me and his mom would just sit in the living room and just like talk for a couple of hours. And I would just ask her like tons of questions about, uh, oh my God, just so many things. <laughs> so, <laughs> things that were, yeah, things that were just so, so, so deep. Um, Guruji's mother was, uh, was in the medical field, but her passion really was spirituality. So Guruji's was divinely united with, with Sri Satasai Baba, who was the reincarnation of Shiva. And the reincarnation of Shiva only happens every 6,000 years. So uh, it, it's super, super special, the fact that he got to spend time with Sri Sai Baba. And uh, on that note, uh, a lot of mystics and spiritual teachers thought that this uh, shift in consciousness was actually going to take place in 2012. Mm -hmm. And what Guruji told me it was that one of the big reasons, or I, don't, I mean, and I don't know if this is true or not, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. When Sri Satasai Baba left his physical body in 2012, a veil of energy was lifted onto the planet for tons of spiritual awakenings. And oddly enough, that was exactly when a wave of spiritual awakenings started happening in 2012. So, Interesting. Um, uh, Guruji's mom, Dr. Amla, got to spend a, a lot of time and had, a, uh, had an instant uh, remissive healing with Sri Satasai Baba that was like supernatural and she even wrote about it in her book that she wrote that was about the shift of consciousness that was going to take place so to spend time with that woman at 99 years old and you know she said uh she told me andrew at 99 years old my brain has never felt this sharp and i have starting to get black come back into my hair really? and i'm just like what that is so can it make so my hair insane? grow <laughs> Bro, you better go to India. I don't think you're going to make it happen here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look like you. <laughs> right? <laughs> look like this when I'm like, like 75. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, getting to spend that time with her was, was, yeah, man. So I was so grateful for the time. And uh, I even recorded one of our last conversation together. And uh, yeah, but I... I have a feeling that we are going to get to to meet again physically. So I hope so. I pray. We'll we'll see. But yeah, um, the love I felt when I was talking to that woman, um, a scientist actually measured, came up to her one time when she was in public and asked if she could measure her aura. And most people's auras goes around like two, three, four feet. Her aura extends twelve feet around on each side. That's incredible. Uh, twelve feet. That. Yeah, is insane. It's I, pretty. You know what's crazy about Aurora is that uh, it extends 
hundreds of miles because our phone is overheating right now. And <laughs> it, might, it, might, it might be, it might be okay. We're, uh, we're, we're not sure. We're just, giving, we're just putting I, a heads up I'm out doing there. The, I'm doing the mom thing right now where you got to touch the forehead. Is that uh, what it is? We had a question for you, G, all the way from New Jersey. Uh, someone asked, uh, how many trees have you lived in? <laughs> oh, I reckon probably like, probably like eight. <laughs> At least a handful in India. Uh, well, brother, that's where, we can I, that's where I got my water for a while. Um, but uh, if my phone dies, we will lose this episode, and we will both be very sad. Uh, so uh, we appreciate you uh, for joining us today uh, and enlightening us, and uh, all the listeners and watchers uh, who are really just looking to do uh, a little shift in uh, consciousness. I think. Yes, right? an ascension process. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Thanks for leading us into the ascension, brother. Yeah, absolutely, guys. It's my pleasure. All right. We'll See you later. Thanks, man. <laughs> Bye. Uh, that was G uh, under Andrew underscore Jen. Uh, apparently, the phone is very warm right now. Yeah. It's a little warm in Los Angeles, and uh, it doesn't like it. Uh, so we're going to race through this ending. Uh, shout out to Andrew again, uh, better known as G at Andrew underscore Jen. Uh, who's been enlightening us all day. Uh, no, no, Ryan, no, no, leave the light on. Um, quarantine the Christmas every day that ends in Y, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Shout out to our sponsors. Cacao powder. Boom. Uh, be here now, Ram Dass. Double boom. Our community causes innocent project. Uh, all the links are in our bio. If you'd like to donate to, uh, Okaizu and the Christmas, uh, go to our, uh, GoFundMe in the bio. If you'd like a t-shirt, uh, a mug, a sticker, or a high five. You can find that on our also, website. Also, we're doing a giveaway, too. Yeah, what's the yeah. giveaway? The giveaway, just go on Instagram and uh, check it out, because we're about to burn up in here. We're burning up here. Burning. Uh, quarantine the Chris is doing a giveaway for a T-shirt, mug, sticker, and a handwritten note by Ryan. Yep, yes. learn how to write, Ryan. Tiny uh, go like our photo from uh, yesterday with us in the shirt. Comment on it what your favorite quarantine activity is. Yeah. Go to our sponsor, Davies. Uh, page as well. Uh, all the information is there. You'll get a, a free t-shirt, the winner, a mug, a sticker, and a note from uh, the man behind the camera. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for joining us tomorrow for a big 100, Chris. Ooh, 100. 100. What should I wear? Uh, I, I don't know. Might be a surprise. Mm, I think the red line is saying fire. I think it's hot in here. Bye. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments, where bold moves require confident blueprints, where you can accelerate transformation through consistency, where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at saic.com cloud.